0: Of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five star review while you're there. Did you know there's an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit BuyMeACoffee.com slash BlockTalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It's time for a minor celebrity makeover as the queens took Belgian TV personalities and made them their daughters. Please note that fact is very important. And please don't <laughs> confuse that with what you saw in Drag Race 15. But for now, it's time to talk all things Drag Race Belgique. And back with us is someone who gladly would make a bitch over. precious envy. how are you? I've tried to
1: make bitches over. They don't always look pretty after I'm done with them. So I don't know. <laughs>
0: Who was your good. most successful makeover?
1: Oh, I think my friend Grant might be my most successful because I've done his twice. And the second time, you really wanted to keep the beard. So that was a lot less I had to work with. Um, but everyone Perfect. else was like, you did a great job. So I don't know if that was just like telling me I did a great job or I actually did a great job. Like I can never, you never tell. When you only know your face and you're like, I have to stamp my face onto their face and it's like less to work with, it's just like, it's, it's a lot to kind of be like, um, I guess this is what I do. I don't know. Yeah. You as get I've used said, to your own face. Yeah.
0: Yeah. As I've said, anyone who wants to be on Drag Race, you know, makeover challenge is probably going to happen. So practice mm-hmm. before you go on. Um, yeah. Um, Block Talk University. Drag race <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. has a disclaimer. I must Say this: This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters presented throughout the terror and reality for the show. We are shown with the editing of show television see We react to see with the real The real present got an opportunity to go on television. at the graph. They also put themselves in the discussion. We'll discuss what it's on the podcast for them to discuss reality and show. All right, six episodes in. Um, how are you feeling about um, this season so far?
1: I like it. Um, Rita's done a good job. For the most part, I feel like um, there was, yeah, th- I did feel it was a little weird when she said she was insulted by what Pete wore last week about just the, the dress shirt and not judging it up. I thought that was a little weird. I guess she was trying to have her. I know a moment, um, but I think she's done a good job. The judges, the, the guests of the rest of the panel or the jury, as they call it, I've been, they haven't been bad. They're just like, I think still getting their footing and queen wise. They've they're just there, it's a fun group. Um and I think this is pretty much I think well, three of the four finalists I kind of thought would be there. So it's been it's been a fun ride so far.
0: Yeah. It it's been uh some shockers here and there. Um I will say overall Rita's doing is, is she's doing the job. Um I love Moosey obviously. Everyone knows that I'm going to marry. Oh, he's him adorable. He he's just adorable. He has to come find me. Um, Miss Luffy um, this episode was the one I was like girl who is your father and how did he get you this job
1: exactly she was giving she was giving Nepo baby uh (laughs) realness this episode but I was also like oh I'm glad they're actually having you do something other than just sit there
0: right um hey pretty faces need to do something here and there let's let's go through this the beauty is left, the beasts remain, the fellow Flemish cast member is gone, and Suzanne is sad. Athena doesn't think she's a beast and thinks she was referring to the others. Um, true or false was Valenciaga talking about everyone but Athena? Probably. I mean, to be fair, Athena is a horse. Because isn't do not call Athena the horse. Yeah, they do. So, she, mm-hmm. technically, she's a beast. Well, her and Alaska um, well, girls, can go on tour together. Right? The will say it was the best lip sync of the season. Um, I would like to beg to differ, but okay, go off, sisters. Drag Queen is happy that Peach is still there, but thinks she has to go at some point. We will talk a lot about Drag Queen and Peach this episode, but we'll get you with that.
1: Oh, my Boob God, is amped yes. Up with
0: her win. Also amped up the tape on Quinn's face she really pulls that face back don't she that's scary
1: for someone so young i don't know why she feels that she has to be that snatched because she doesn't
0: i, I don't think it doesn't ever...
1: feel like she really needs it like i guess it's like i don't know if it's supposed to be like i guess because her character's supposed to be somewhat alien-esque because it feels like i guess that's trying to be like to really emphasize certain things but I I, I just, it's, I've never it's seen like when anyone do
0: that in action. I think I think the You've only one the I remember. Face back.
1: I think Miss Fame used to do it in her season. You saw her do it. I think that you don't really see other queens do it as much, or they don't Starlight, focus on it.
0: Yeah, Starlet was doing the tape where she pushed mm-hmm. pulled her face back with tape, not with whatever those strings were. Um, either way I was like oh my god that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen Um, well I
1: think they're also I think it's tape that when you pull it back I think you can connect the strings so you kind of have like some force yeah but it's always those young girls that (laughs) do it where you're like you have not gotten any wrinkles to warrant having these lifts where it's like I need to put that in my thing to be like yes I know I'm old so I act old I need to look young um but it's like it's like the people who get it's like the the young people who do a lot of plastic surgery and you're like i get trying to be like you want to have features more defined but you're still so young that you're like it's gonna it's gonna as you get older it's not it's like it's gonna do more damage i think than what you're trying to like hide or achieve
0: well a new day is dawned, and the queens have a checklist to go through Brittany? Check. Amanda? Check. Edna? Check. Mocha, Check. Valenciaga? Check. Okay. So they checked off who was gone as they are the top five. <laughs> was that really shady or just kind of awesome?
1: It was a great reminder if you've been watching everything. It's like, these are the girls, these are the fallen, our fallen heroes, our fallen heroes. I kind of
0: loved it. It was probably one of the coordinated entrances that I appreciated because it was really camp.
1: It was, yeah, it was very, it was very campy and it was them just being like, hi, it's like in Philippines when they had the dolls that are hanging out on the wall of every right. girl that's passed and it's like, I'm awesome. they need to have fun because, you know, they just started the show yesterday.
0: Another week has arrived and these bitches are itching to dance. Uh, do they just have ants in their pants? What is with them and wanting to dance?
1: I don't know. Every time Rita oh, and also every time Rita comes in, they're like, they go crazy. And it's just like, she's not terror Banks. Calm down, girls. Calm down.
0: They also want a mini challenge to wake him up. Don't worry, girls. You'll be very mm. awake with this mini oh, challenge. Yes. I guarantee you. The alarm sounds as Rita's message confuses them as usual. Drag Quen <laughs> thinks that Rita's on drugs or on another planet or in Canada. Probably all of the above. I mean, Canada is like its home planet.
1: Well, and then Rita was always, like, her entire character uh, on Canada was this whole alien actress thing.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, Rita arrives, and those pants and that top are screaming, hello, I'm a homosexual apricot.
1: In case no one, in Um, case they didn't know.
0: I'm fine with busy pant patterns most of the time this made her look like she had a fucking fat ass
1: i will say her male clothes hit and miss every week like like it's either it's either it's very it's an over exaggeration of 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 what a male of male clothes is not form-fitting or it's really form-fitting and it's just like, so some weeks I'm like, oh, if it was put in tighter, I, I think it should look good. Then the next week I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to see. And then next week she's back to like oversized. And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't quite I get your male fashion at all.
0: Nikki doll, my friend, please send your stylist from Paris to uh, Brussels and help Rita out. She needs it, girl. She needs oh it. Oh my God. Um, and then the black shoes like look at this what what is happening I don't get it maybe maybe they filmed this on St. Patty's Day last year I don't know <laughs> well the queens will work out their brains in the latest mini challenge Rita calls on the Fred crew and 10 men's walk out um I will stick with number one but number five can call me after he's done with the Tina um which one would you like
1: uh, the tall one that they all were lusting after, the moment he walked in, I was like, <gasps> and then it was like two girls in a row was like number, was it number five or number eight? Number I can't five. Number, number five. five. I was. There were a couple, I, um, I was trying to find an image of them all together, um, but I couldn't find one just so I can kind of pinpoint who else I was lusting after. But number uh, number five, that tall. Oh, there it is. Yes, right behind you. The tall one that's like like with the like the uh, caramel skin. Like he's like like he spent a little too long in the sun tanning.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to
1: climb him. That's the one I want to climb the most. But majority of them, I was like, I won't say no to most of you. If you knocked on my no. door right now, I'd be like, bye. They're here.
0: We're gonna find out which one drag queen picks. Peach. Which one does Peach prefer? Drag one Let's analyze this for a second. Um, have they done it at the hotel, or are they going to do it the second filming is over?
1: The second... You know what? It depends on how... The th- I don't know how strict they are. Like, uh, like, the U.S. seasons are like, tape on the door, you can't escape. But I know, like, other countries, <laughs> they were like, they could go home. Or they yeah. had... The, or it's like... <laughs>
0: So I don't know. There was one moment during this sequence where like Peach did this thing where like she was laughed and did the thing where she laughed like behind drag queen like they were intimate mm-hmm. before and like they could be that intimate but again, I think they've done it at least once.
1: I am pretty sure they might it might have been a like before the show, you know, there were a
0: grinder hookup. Right. Or or they were helping each other tuck. Mhm. And they're like, "Ooh, hello." Also, friends, if you have not visited Drag Queen's boy account, wow. <laughs> um, the hair is there. So this is shaven by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Drag Queen with hair is hot.
1: I know, I have to bring it back up.
0: Because well, when you
1: sent it to me, I was like, who? And I'm like going, oh, oh hello. Right. Wow. <sighs>
0: What a good, good, good man.
1: Like, I think he's very attractive without hair, but, like, he gives off fuckboy energy with hair.
0: Yeah, very much so. Well, in this mini-challenge, attached to the butts of the Fritz crew are portraits of RTBF celebrities. I guess the closest comparison to RTBF would be, like, a BBC. We don't necessarily have, like, a main station. No, I guess it would be
1: similar. yeah i guess it'd be something like a pbs kind of thing because that's kind of like i think they have local affiliates but i think there are certain things that are just like universal around it but yeah i guess it'd be like if you're doing like uh like for california um we're growing up like kcal9 was kind of like the uh southern california that was very much like the local channel um, for programming. So I guess that would be something like they're getting like then or the, or news anchors that worked at like the major cities. Right. I think that would probably be the closest.
0: So the Queens will have to match the faces on the butts, and whoever gets the most matches wins. The celebrities are journalist and news anchor David Waltell, Walt Waltlet, Lara Belarus, the host of Tip Pick Radio, Mr. Weatherman Stéphane Pitbull, actress on Le Grand's Cactus, Tamara Payne, and host and columnist Olivier Olivier mm-hmm. Frappon, Are you familiar with any of those names?
1: Not a single one.
0: Well, you're gonna have to remember them, but we'll get to it. The challenge is on, and I just think they were all distracted. Um, How would you do if 10 hot men were standing in front of you and you had to make them turn around?
1: Well, luckily I'm an ass man, so I would have been very glad to see them turn around. Mm -hmm. And I also have a pretty good memory when it comes to matching games. So I think I would have won.
0: So Boop, very methodical in her game, um, but I was like, you're going to run out of time and guesses if you keep going this direction. Drag Queen just sucked at this. Athena will do boop strategy, but she starts to forget what she has already done. Peach mm-hmm. is going to go by who she wants, which is probably how I would do it. Um, like, I think yeah, I mean, you'd want to I be like, say, which ones I,
1: do you like? Right, you but- want to see them first, and then you're gonna after you see them, you're like, oh, that's right, I'm playing a game, and then you're gonna be like, all right, you tall, cute one. And I would probably had nicknames for all of them and been like, mm-hmm. my favorite has Baldy. All right, the guy next to him has one with glasses. There's the one. There's the other one with glasses. It's like, you know, I think I would have played it that way.
0: Suzanne will also go the tactical strategy, but she keeps on picking the same butts. On purpose? I think so. Oh, I think so. Somehow, it's revealed that the winner is Peach. What? I don't know. Was was
1: there a time limit? Because I didn't feel like there was one. Like, it's like whoever, or it's like whoever can get the 10 the fastest, or the five matches the fastest. But also, it also could have just been, um, girl, you're on the child. We're we're feeling like we're going to send you home. So let's give you this. We'll give you this mini win uh, to make you feel good.
0: She will get an advantage in the max challenge. And Rita has decided that on today, she will expand the Drag Race Belgique family and welcome five new members. Who is it? David, Lara, Stefan, Tamara, and Olivier. (laughs) See, I told you to remember them. (laughs) you <laughs> gotta make friends. Uh time to be drag mothers as they turn their stars into drag daughters. Now, drag coin is like, I want Olivier, he's big. I'm like, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, as the winner of the mini challenge, Peach will get to assign the repairs. Will she make it compatible? Will she be strategic? Let's find out. Peach will pick Olivier for herself because she knows she can make him sexy. Tamara will go with Mademoiselle Boop. Stephon is assigned to Drag Queen. She's happy as he has a pretty face. Lara will be assigned to Athena. She's super cute and she can wear heels and has attitude, which leaves David with Suzanne. She is happy with this choice. Strategy, or did Peach just randomly pick people? I, I don't. think There's any strategy here.
1: I don't think there was real strategy because I don't think there was an advantage or disadvantage to having any of them because the way it's like it, the because most the thing is. Draquan Peach and Athena are all fucking skinny so it didn't really matter who they were gonna who would go with it because the guys were all gonna be are also all all the guys are larger than them regardless and the women are of a different frame so it wasn't like an advantage to be like oh I can I, I have something that will fit you it was I think more along the lines of okay I think you're gonna match my height so that will be good and then I think the height like I think they would play well together
0: would you prefer a male partner or a female partner, if you had the choice? Because um... it's always the debate. There's always a debate about it because people say that having a female partner, it's harder to make them over and drag because they already wear makeup
1: no because they're not they're not wearing makeup to that extent like no, that's I like agree. that's how th- I agree. it's like
0: you put on makeup to be like
1: okay i'm putting on some foundation some lip you're not going like your eye uh, and if you do like makeup that's like you know a lot more fun and flirty that's usually like i'm going out to the club and that's still not like the same like an exaggerate like drag is like an over exaggeration of a female face so if you are natural so females have to like still change their face up to over-exaggerate what they already have. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be, honestly, I think it'd be a double-edged sword regardless, Uh, but I think, I think i would probably want a male partner because
0: he could be single,
1: could be cute. I'm looking for a date.
0: The queens will go off to the designated couches to get to know their future daughters. David and Susan will chat as he can tell that she is Flemish. She shares that she is bilingual as her dad is from Muscombe, she can tell that he is enthusiastic and willing to go along as she told him all about drag and why she started. She shares with him that her drag persona presents older than she is out of drag as Jerome, as this is how she is able to put on the show. We're going to hear to discuss her nods to Broadway in the 80s and how she's planning to have an older partner for this challenge anyway. She reveals that she thought her mom would be joining her and warned her if she got a call from Melonia to pick it up. Her mom was ready, heels and all. And you can kind of tell that Susan was, like, upset that her mom wasn't there.
1: Because you never know if they're, because sometimes they'll do, if they're bringing in, like, someone from your family or a close friend, because they've done those challenges. But it was, like, I think it would have been a cute thing to be, like, hi, it's season one, so we're going to bring the family. Um, but they probably had to be, like, hi, we're on this channel. We need to use these
0: people. Right. Um. I've decided that if any of my friends wanted to use me for the makeover challenge, I would say if we win I get some of your cash.
1: <laughs> well, especially on the US <laughs> seasons you they get like five thousand dollars for winning the challenge
0: right? like, and like and like this
1: and this past week it was like the, they even gave like the winner the, the her makeover partner got something too
0: insane. Well David says that he's a really good student just give the order and he will say yes. In some circles of the gay culture, I think we call that something very different. <laughs> Peach's biggest concern is not that he is unprepared for this, but she hopes he's not attached to the stash because he's going to have to lose it quick. As Peach shares that her drag is very feminine, she will get the opportunity to be one of the, to share that in order to achieve that goal, she will have to help him get everything in place. And by that, she means it's time to hide it all. Get ready Mm -hmm. to tuck, Olivier. (laughs) Um, I always love this segment.
1: That's always the best part when you have the guy go, wait, where do I put my dick? It's just like, oh, you disappear. It goes all the way in.
0: Let's have Peach explain a tuck job. You do the following. Bring your balls up back into your abdomen then take what's left over and pull it all the way back. Then you wear tight panties so it all stays in place. Yes, Olivier. It's very scary. Or you can do the precious enemy
1: message. A bunch of uh, do your best just to squish it
0: down. Yeah, well, it's time to get him walking in his petite size 12 shoes. Um, Well, those are kitten heels and we've seen worse. So um, time to chat with Lara. Atina will share her name as Atina as she's Greek. And this then prompts Lara to speak Greek. And well, as they say, it's all Greek to me. It reminded me of a uh, when the Down
1: Under uh, makeover for last season, when it was like when Spanky's partners just revealed that like he was from where she grew up, and it was like this mm. whole kind of like it was like where it felt like oh this is kismet this is like it was meant for us to like meet each other, and Sucker. that's what that's what it felt like it was like uh, you had no idea that this woman here was of Greek heritage, and then you're like boom you you're getting
0: with the the Greek queen. Her dad is from Istanbul and her mom is from Macedonia. But Tina will share that she has family there too. Atina says this might be a sign that they're paired. They're from the same area and they share the same energy. So naturally, Laura needs a Greek goddess name for drag. They will pick Artemis in honor of the goddess of the hunt. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm here for him. Drag Quen will introduce herself as both Drag Quen and Adrian, and Stefan is just Stefan for now. <laughs> Quinn will share that she goes by they, he, she pronouns. And the look on this man's face was just pure bewilderment.
1: He did not understand pronouns. Like, that's, I think, the first time he's ever... Well, especially it's like when you have someone who says, I go by he, she, and they, you're like, wait, what? Huh?" It's like, yes, yeah, out of drag, he, they, in drag, she, they. It's like... Right.
0: Well, Stefan has been to a drag show at a cabaret for his birthday. He says it was nice. And he's never imagined he'd be doing drag or wearing high heels. And now drag coin is bewildered, but he's never worn high heels. I mean, to be honest here, neither have I.
1: Oh yeah. I think it's like you will sometimes put in like there, yeah. Like I think I remember like putting on like my mom or my sister's heels when I was younger, where it's just like, look at their look at my tiny feet and their big shoes kind of thing. But yeah it was just one of those it's like heels are heels are not comfortable even though they do make your calves look amazing um (laughs) after the next day your calves are also on fire and you can barely walk um but yeah i think it's just like most men don't gravitate towards heels. but the same thing is like when you have women who do this they always have the ones like, I don't wear heels regularly. Because right. if they go out, they're either in flats or a smaller heel. Cause it's like they want to be comfortable. Right. Well, whether well, it's not about like they, they don't need the stripper heel to go to go to go dancing.
0: The farthest Stefan has gone in the world of drag is dress up as Batman. So Quen will <laughs> run this idea and say, that's drag. Is it Let's ask our friends in Tennessee. Let's see what oh, happens exactly. when you dress up in ba- as Batman. As Batman, exactly. What are, I want to see those Halloween parties. Oh, I can't wait. So now the chat turns to Fawn and the beard. He will say it's part of his act. And Drag Quinn is like, I'm fucked. This will be the most animated we will see Drag Quen in Confessional. And I almost wonder if it's because she's certain she will win. So she's now relaxed. Conspiracy theory unlocked.
1: No, I think so. I think she's been doing really well this so far that I think she's kind of like, I think in her brain, she's coasting the finale. And now she has a hurdle that could potentially not get her
0: there. Now it's time for Mademoiselle Boop to sit down with her partner Tamara. Again, we will have Boop introduce herself as Renan out of uniform. Is this a cultural thing? Because I find it so fascinating. It's almost like taboo to share muggle names in American drag nowadays.
1: I think it depends on the, how you meet them. Like, I don't automatically introduce myself as precious if I'm just meeting people, unless they're like, "Oh, Harry does drag," and they're like, "What? Oh, what's your drag name?" I think when I'm in drag and around other drag queens, it's always like, "Precious," big. like yeah. you know, we don't we don't talk That's about. In- it.
0: Stephanie Prince really fucked it up for everybody with those um, drag con uh, TikToks that she made. When she went up to each queen and said they're um, out of drag name, and they were well, there were some of them who were pissed. They were not happy with her.
1: Well, because I remember, like if you remember, like early Drag Race, like season one or we two, they full they had the full ages. names, full names and ages, and it was just like it wasn't your drag name. It was who, it was your boy name, uh, was, and then it started to be like. And then as it turned, it was like, now it's about, it's about the, it's like more about the queens. it's like, yes, you're going to see them in boy drag, but it's, you know, it's a show about the queens themselves.
0: Um, So what does Tamara or Tam know about drag? Well, she watched a TV series called Pose. So like Ryan Murphy, the answer is nothing. (laughs) I did
1: like that. She was like, I watched Pose. I just...
0: I shook my head. I know there are people out there who love Pose. I understand the cultural significance and why it was an important show. But I'm telling you, if you binge watch that show, it's not good for binge watching because it's the same plot line every week. And I understand it. I know what happened. I know what the reality is. But as a TV series, it's not good for a binge watch.
1: I I think I might have binge watched season one. And it was, yeah, by the time it was done, you're just like, okay. Well, they're also, that's Ryan, also Murphy. that's Ryan Murphy for you, though. It's a lot of, other, a lot of the same things happening every, every episode. But I think with I think what was made, what I think I liked about prose was I think a lot of the characterizations just made, it was just like you were, I was like, it was hitting, hitting the feels of how sure. certain characters okay. were. It was more about like, yeah, the script wasn't that great because of the recycledness, but like the actors really were, showcasing um their talents and their talents shined more better than or better than the scripts that they were provided it
0: made my friend billy porter a super duper star so i happy yeah. for him well it's time to discuss the makeover where boop will share her puppet concept boop will take tamara the marionette while tamara will have a puppet of her own inception realness also inception is one of my favorite movies ever i know that's a little bit controversial but it's so good
1: i i haven't seen it in like forever watch i was a high. huge i what was that watch it high mm-hmm. um i also i, I guess I, maybe i still am but i was obsessed with leonardo DiCaprio as i was a child like teen me oh early 20s me oh
0: now boop knows if this doesn't work she has a plan b a plan c and a plan d <laughs> don't worry we'll get to those we will see them on the runway yes all right um rita and those pants have arrived and she's brought a guest it's the super tiny luffy uh, it's her first time in the workroom and i'm sorry she just looked like um a random fan who won a radio contest
1: it's like someone it's like honey you need a wristband for this meet and greet
0: They're going to start with Boop and Tamara, where Boop shares she is involving a puppeteer and a puppet. Now, Luffy will ask if she is planning on styling Tamara like a puppet, and she says yes, and she will have a similar circus puppet vibe. Luffy will follow it up and ask about using a pale tone. Boop says no, and Luffy's like, well, drat, that would make her look like a puppet. Boop knows the makeup has to be impeccable and reminds us that Rita did a similar concept on Candace Drag Race. Sounds like she did. Then I looked at the wiki and saw the atrocity runway that she did for that. Oh, God, it was so bad. That clown look, it was terrible.
1: Was that the one where she was inside the box with
0: all the balls? No, that was no, this, that hasn't was... aired yet. No, this was okay. her first season when she did the makeover where she was the clown in black and white and her um, makeover partner was like the colored clown. It was terrible.
1: Oh, I'm vaguely. I think I blocked that out.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. Now Rita will say that she has a difficult, difficult experience trying to do a similar experience trying to do something too conceptual. Boop knows the judges have to get it visually, so she will take this chat and the hint dropped to mean go back to the drawing board. A bloop for Boop, mm-hmm. even though that's not what they wanted her to do. Yep. Now we meet up with Peach and her partner. She is considering. I'm not even going to try to say it. Friends, I can't. I don't know. What they're, um, <laughs> they're going to be traditional outfits in the liege. And uh, if you look at the reference pictures and know anything about Peach from this season, I don't know in what world this bitch thought this was going to be a good idea. Like, I don't get what her mind was when she brought these costumes with her to Drag Race. Did she bring them or did she make them? <sighs> We learned from Susan that they, she had her looks ready. So I'm assuming they they all brought these. I, I, yeah, because you look at it, it's
1: like, it's not a cute look to begin with.
0: No, but it's traditional. It, it works for what the reference point is supposed to be.
1: Well, because I think it's like one of the judges, I don't know if it was Mufi
0: or... No, it was um, Sandra.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, the, the guest judge was like... I I knew the reference because that's where they're from. So yes. I think they, I think for them it was like I think if you if you're from the region, I think it hits different. But when right. you just look at as a just like an elephant on the runway, it's so basic,
0: and it does especially for
1: especially brand. for it's not, not peaches Like from what we've seen so far, it's also I think the most we've seen um, her <laughs> clothes because yes. she does like she does like that brawn panty set that these that these girls love to wear on the runways. And it's, yeah, it's, because I'm, I'm looking at the photo right now, and it's like,
0: mm, now, Luffy yeah, will straight it's not up, her best look. Yeah, Luffy will straight up just be like, I hope the look will be strong, and Peach is like, same, bitch. <laughs> exactly. ask the very important question of to stash or not to stash. and Olivier is ready to shave it off. He is even willing to wax it, which is bold. Um, That's bold. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he realized what he was, he just said, no, 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 no. Now, with Susan and David, Luffy and Rita will catch them in some kind of act. I was like, I'm jealous. Susan (laughs) will share the concept of being two sisters, two aunties, and Rita will be like, stop right now. Thank you very much. I need you two to be mother-daughter. And Susan, like all Drag Race watchers, will be like, so wait, it's not family resemblance. You really want us to do mother-daughter? And Rita's like, yes. That is the theme, do it or die. And to make it all worse, Luffy has entered this workroom with her claws out and reminds Susan that makeup is not her thing and reads her for her old style makeup. Luffy will give her makeup advice, which includes lining her lips with a pencil so they will be clear. And Susan is like, that's not pretty, to which Luffy is like, mama cannot be the prettiest. What does, What just happened? What exactly? I'm just like,
1: don't come for my girl. Um, Susan's whole aesthetic is your cool aunt from the 80s. Like, her fashion sense is 80s sensibility, and the 80s, that wasn't what the makeup trends were. So I like, it's like, I like when I, it's that thing where it's like, when your character is too specific to something, and they're like, we really want you just to change it slightly, and you're like, no, I'm not going sure if I can change it, because the moment I change it, you're sending my ass home.
0: But more so, it's this mother-daughter thing. Like it was always like, oh, you can just family resemblance. Family resemblance look like you just look look like your sisters,
1: and you then you know that whole thing always it always plays on whoever they want to do well because it's either like girls going ahead to fifteen. You you pretty much had a girl at the bottom who literally stamped her face onto this woman who literally. literally when she turned around you thought was her and you're like oh but you but you're like but you're not basing about like how you did the face it's more like I didn't like the outfit it was just like
0: yeah now the direction Luffy is proposing is not interesting to Susan she wants to look beautiful on stage not like some old drag queens <laughs> do you think Luffy came in here to sabotage or do you think? in her drag-loving heart, she thought this was actually the best idea for Susan.
1: I think they were like, Luffy, we need you to be the uh, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, Santino Rice um, of this season. We uh, we We want the, we need someone to hate uh, as an audience. That's gonna be your job. So go in there and ruffle some shit.
0: Now, Rita will be like, so make sure there is a mother-daughter story and don't forget that Luffy has given you makeup advice that she will hold against you when you don't follow it. <laughs>
1: like i'm like is luffy like an instagram like yes. fashion queen yes. is that why it yes. is Ugh. yes i fucking hate those people
0: <laughs> time to visit with atina and laura and she'll be using a personal story about how when her parents weren't home she would wear sheets dish towels and ribbons she would listen until they got back and run to put it all back and once again we will have a queen say that she knows that she's her drag daughter but for this she's my drag sister and we was like no 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 mm. Atina is now in panic mode as Rita tells her this is mother-daughter themed. Is it possible that the theme changed since they got the runway pre-filming? This is a common thing that they do change up the names and categories and things. Oh this yeah, just seems like it was just for terror content.
1: I feel like yeah, I feel like it was. my... I think the when they got their package, it was probably it was probably like costume or uh, or runway. Family resemblance, and it's like okay, so it could be you know think drag sisters, think this, and so then they're like okay, that's why i did it because the only one who really wanted to do that, um, unless Susan said mother or daughter, because you know they've done that too, where they where they give certain girls certain things. Like I think what was it the in the All Star Seven the before and after runway, Mm -hmm. I believe Shay said hers said it it had it it couldn't be a person. That's why she was gold tooth fairy. And then she gets there and she's like, all these bitches are fucking people. Like, cause her packet didn't say that. And you're like, okay. Or it will be, they'll, it will, they'll change the theme for, so with a runway, it's like, oh, well, I guess that's close to what you're doing, but it's right. probably because their packet read metallics and then it's like silver. And it's just right. like, oh, but you're not wearing silver. You're wearing a metallic because that's what you were told <laughs> to bring. Yeah. Yeah. They always do that. They always try to fuck people up.
0: Now, Lara will come to the rescue and say that it could be an advantage as when they were telling their story, she found it touching that she was dressing up in secret and hiding from her parents. And this could be the mom-daughter transformation, transforming reality. Atina will rewrite and take her story back. And no matter what they turned up in, she was going to be the winner of this episode. You could <laughs> tell that they love this storyline. Oh, Yes. Now, last but not least, Rita and Luffy visit the Lollipop Guild, A.K.A. <laughs> and Stefan, who have inhaled helium. When was the last time you inhaled helium for fun? Oh. For fun.
1: Oh, every time there's a every time I see a, a balloon that has helium in it, I will I will start popping in, and I do I do that. We represent the Lollipop Guild. I always do that it's just because because you, you have that's your that's the best high pitched thing to do um i don't recall the last time i've done it but every time i see a balloon i'm like give me that balloon i'm having some fun
0: so when we first see them it looks like the outfits are a devil and a priest and that's either a great setup for a joke or a halloween party i don't know which <laughs> but really drag Quinn is ready to make this moment about drag clowns she shares that as a child in the lgbtq plus community you can either be a martyr and say nothing and get called a fag or play the clown card and get a better placement in the group hence the reason for this concept Drag Queen has never had a drag mother and in her family they do not have a hierarchy. They learn from each other as drag siblings. Mm-hmm. And once again, for the third straight person, Rita has to explain it's mother-daughter. <laughs> okay, so if more than half the cast is like, "Why? Why do we just not like change the theme of, say family resemblance instead?" Mm-hmm.
1: Because the only person that really wanted their mother there was, uh, was Susan. She was like, I thought it was my mom who was coming.
0: Well, just the concept of mother-daughter. Like, the yeah. only one who's going to even try something similar was Boop, and we know what she's going to end up doing.
1: Yeah, but in hers was like, I'm puppeting the marionette, so, yeah.
0: Now- Drag Queen will make the valid point that in the past, family values meant more as now queens and queers do it alone watching videos in their rooms. And Luffy is like, well, I guess we'll have to see the performance. And Rita's like, well, it'll be a risk. Drag Queen is struggling as last week she was too conceptual. This week she wants to stick to the theme. Now, Rita and Luffy are ready to leave and say Bye but Rita has another trick up her sleeve. To spice things up, it's time to add a duo performance to RuPaul's The Realness. Stressness has arrived. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that classic, The Realness, must be popping in, in Belgium right now.
0: It's partner pose time as they enter the workroom for Mother Daughter Day. The time has come to shave off for your own life, but first glue down those brows. Because, baby, we don't glue down the scruff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think anyone's ever tried that? Glue down their scruff? Yeah, like the beard. Has anyone tried to glue a beard down instead of shaving it? I don't know. Would it work? I, I think it
1: depends on how much hair you have. Because the thing is, because when you look closely to the eyebrows, you can sometimes see when it, The problem is, you know, sometimes you the eyebrows get a little oatmeal-y, especially if it's like when it's a hot fucking summer day. Do nope. you imagine the beard here? <laughs> the oatmeal beard. Oh my god, that'd be
0: disgusting. That's <laughs> Now, Drag Quinn has the razor ready, but Stefan is pushing for a clown beard. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Olivier is shaving his sash, but doing the entire face. Please note that he is using shaving cream. We rarely see that. We all know how I feel about a dry shave on Drag Race. It's not a thing you do.
1: Mm-mm. I'll do it in like, if I'm just trying to be like, Oh, I just want to get rid of a couple of, like loose no, no, pieces. No, I will. I I don't dry. No, I wet the razor. Okay, yes, you know, and then fine. then I put it in. But it's like, but I'm not. My skin itself isn't wet because oh. I do. Uh, especially if i'm just kind of be like if i'm like i see like a couple stragglers around here where i'm like going i just want to get rid of those and i don't want to feel like tweezing them out i'll just oh yeah, rezz- yeah, same. I
0: do that. if it's not wet or hot it's not ha- coming on my face it's just, it's just yeah no, not Um uh, back with stefan he's about to change his life the apprehension is there and as he's doing it drag queen realizes that he's doing it for her and she's moved she knows he hasn't shaved in years but he's doing it for her
1: that was like, that was like the Emmy award winning moment of like him going in, going close, pulling it down, going close, pulling it down, going close, pulling it down. Cause they, I don't know if it was like, he just did it once, but they recycled that image. I don't know how many times before he finally like
0: he hit finally skin.
1: And I was like, okay. Cause you get that with people where it's like, I don't know if I want to shave because in a way the beard is their drag because you always see those things where it's like women with makeup it's like yeah look at a guy with a beard look at him unshaven he's attractive because that beard is covering all this but without this being shaved like when i'm fully freshly shaved i know i know it takes a couple of years off me it makes look younger but also i'm like oh my god what's all this he'll grow so i'm like I'm like, give me the makeup. Let me be a woman. Shit. <laughs> At least I can cover it that way.
0: I think most people would be shocked. I've never grown a beard before. I've never done it. Never done it. No interest to do it.
1: I don't want to grow like a beard beard because I get like when my scruff gets a little too much, it bugs me, which is like I I can't stand it. And I'm one of those where it's like when I shave and I think like a week and a half after shaving, that's like the perfect sweet spot for me where it's not that much hair, but it's covering up just enough that I like it. But it's like when it gets to be a little too much, where I can start feeling like the insides of my like my lip that has a little hair. Where I'm like, oh, I'm like that's why I know I'm like gotta get rid of it, gotta shave it, gotta shave it down.
0: Athena reveals that she really does make up for others. She's stressed as she doesn't know how it's going to turn out. She will start with the brows, and Lara is shocked that it, she started with the natural brow. To which Athena is like, "That is the trick to not draw them where they look surprised on the top of their head. <laughs> the base of the eyebrow is perfect." I gotta say, I feel like. We've all known that, but it, it's only recently been applied in drag for everybody. Most like I know a lot of friends in like, like pre-pandemic days who would cover it all and the eyebrow would be in the middle of their fucking forehead because that's what drag was. But yeah. I think we've evolved a little bit.
1: It was uh, in that in that way, it was that divine brow like the divine one where it's so high up because I mean, you're come like on,
0: let's talk about Zalika Parsons and those triangle brows back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Team Triangles. As Poop is making over Tamara, she is like, you're turning me into Voldemort. She's so <laughs> easy and calm in the morning. Mm. Let's visit David, who is sweating his old ass off as Susan is trying to paint him. Those mini hand fans really do come in handy.
1: Oh, they do.
0: Um, Especially I, I because were... those
1: workworms are either freezing or ovens.
0: I went to uh, a drag brunch in Nashville hosted by Jaden Dior Fierce. And uh-huh. That bitch did not put her hand fan down. She was just doing it the entire time.
1: <laughs> that, like, literally, I have my fan near me. So after the performance, it, it comes out and I'm like, I have, it's just like, a, like just to keep myself cool. Or while I'm in between sets, just to be like, all right, cooling myself off. Cause it's like, once I start sweating, it all goes downhill.
0: Now, to make things worse, David is letting the makeup get to him as he's literally crying it off. And Susan is in crisis mode (laughs) to make sure it doesn't run. No emotions. It's not good for the makeup. But David has an idea to distract the competitors as he's very competitive himself and wants to mess them up. I live. I was like, ooh, I want to see more of this. But that's all we're going to get. No early reveals. We're going to save it for the main stage.
1: Is- I know usually you get like at least one yeah. face reveal of like oh my god but yeah they not didn't, they didn't really do any of that this time
0: they really it's wanted to be like time.
1: we're giving you to the runway
0: Rita is in a blue and red number showing off those jewels from our friends at Am accessories. Our panel includes Luffy who has stones on her face and stones in her hair. My boyfriend <laughs> who Rita is in love with Musti. Uh can you stop flirting It's not fair. And- <laughs> We have Belgium's only Eurovision winner, Sandra Kim. More on that song later and the fucking <laughs> prize. Oh, just wait until I le- unleash the wrath on that greatest prize ever given out on Drag Race. <laughs> also on the panel, we have David Jean He is a television personality and a flaming homosexual. Clock that fan. I sure did. Oh,
1: yes. Even just looking at the image of them standing together, it is like he has the biggest gay smile on his face. I love it. I live.
0: All right. Category is Family Portrait. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Picture Perfect or Season 1 Filter.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, yeah, okay.
0: Um, We're not going to talk about the performances because they were just fucking pointless. We're, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to waste my breath on it. Every time they make
1: them do like a, a lip sync performance, so I want to say they've done that at least. They did it this week on US. I want to say they've done it one other time in the US where they had just the contestant lip sync, not the. I mean the makeover partner lip sync. Uh, but I think they haven't done like a dual lip sync in a really long time because I know they did. Remember the year they had to be they had to be cheerleaders. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, Peach and Metal peely. The problem is, while the looks were similar in style, there is nothing about it that says Peach. Like, there are way too many layers on for her to be Peach brand. I think the honoring of the heritage is sweet, but for this specific runway where it fits, it's just incredibly simple. It's incredibly flat. Like, there is possible. It's How is it possible to be worse than last week's runway? I just don't know. This is the first time where the ear gauge... Really takes me out of the illusion. Um, and as far as the shapes Peach painted on Melopilli, they're not anything that is on Peach's face. Like this is a swing and a major miss.
1: Yeah. Um, and also, too, the color when they do the close ups of them is a lighter blue than it is on the runway. The runway is dark. Yeah. The lighter blue actually makes it look, makes it actually look. The, her it makes peaches look better, doesn't do anything for her partner. Um, because I think it's also still bunchy in the in the shoulders. Yeah, this is a season one filter for me. I, I <laughs> think it's one of it it's she's been a queen that's been like so strong in like her aesthetic that it's like this is the one week where she lost that aesthetic. And I get like trying to play heritage or play homage to her heritage. But I think it's like she's I think there should still have been like an element of like the peach brand in there.
0: I'm going to go as far as to say she didn't care about last week's runway because she didn't know Audrey Hepburn. She don't think she cared about this week's runway, so she kind of gave up. And that's not (laughs) what you can do. You can't do that on your Yeah. Luffy will say she thinks the makeup is a success as prepping someone else isn't easy. She sees that Melopile has the hand signed down. As for the performance, she says Peach did really well and could see she was the mom, but was disappointed in the outfit as it's lacking and brings down the performance. Sandra disagrees and says how she liked him, how Melapilli didn't take herself too seriously and represents the chach, chach, ch- whatever. Well, with a bit of a <laughs> folklore, she is very proud. She's from Lees herself, so it's perfect. I will give it a season one filter as well. Yeah. Audience, 45% picture, perfect. 55% season one filter. You're a little more generous than I thought you'd be. Mm-hmm. Suzanne and Muriel, uh, with one look, it's almost as if we never said goodbye. I love a Sunset Boulevard reference. I was It was going to be hard to make Muriel look younger simply as her partner has an older face, but the two of them showcased the relationship in the delivery of their performance. The looks complement each other beautifully, and when Muriel did the reveal, it was still cute and very much in character. This is what I expect a makeover challenge to be executed as.
1: Yeah, I also liked that the two of them, they they had a really good chemistry yes. the the entire time. And I did. And it's like when she came out and threw off the clothes to be like, it's that whole thing of like you're dressing like what your mom wants you to wear. But then you get to school and you're in the bathroom. You're you're throwing all that clothes out. So you, know, you have like the hot, sexy outfit you want to wear to school underneath. I and- like that. And it is very much like he's an older man. So even if you try to paint him young, it was going to be it was to be harder and i guess they wanted susan to be what in grandma paint
0: Uh, yeah um and also yes we he almost lost the skirt when he was de dragging (laughs) Um, but it was kind of good with the character it worked and she suggested to use makeup um to look older but she doesn't see the difference it's too similar she doesn't see modern makeup alongside all old makeup. Moosey says he loved both of them. He says Muriel was perfectly crude and insolent. He says that Suzanne gave a lovely homage to Swanson and Sunset Boulevard. He mm-hmm. says the relationship was acted out well. and I agree. It's a picture perfect for me.
1: Oh, it's a picture perfect, yes.
0: Audience, 53% picture perfect, 47% season one filter. Athena and Artemis, I think these looks are very cute and sweet. It's a beautiful pastel color story, and they do complement one another very well while still having individuality. Also, that look was easily meant for someone much taller. Oh, yeah. I love this hair on Athena, and even more so on Artemis. My only critique are the shoes being in two different worlds. Artemis had too bold of a pink compared to the rest of the outfit
1: yeah i think if artemis even if it was white with the same kind of like laces it would have been a much nicer color story because the only pink that you really see is there's kind of pink in like the bows that like are on uh athena's dress but you can't really see it in this picture all that well but it's like hearing the story that you wanted to portray and then seeing it acted out and how she like at the end like gave her the Barbie doll uh, as like you know as the gift it's that whole thing of like here's my queer child like express themselves and I want to help it help them with their, their expression was just like the sweet story and it was very much being like if this girl doesn't want that episode uh right. I don't I'm all this shit I'm all shenanigans rigor Morris girl rigor. I feel
0: like um a Tina's wig is something you would wear
1: just the the just the her
0: the white bob with the color pastel
1: yeah it's it's a very simple wig with like where you have like hues of color Yeah. yeah i would actually probably i'd even wear um the one her daughter's wearing that's a very cute wig too it's a little too long i think i i do not i'm not a big fan of long hair in the back but i do like how it's styled with the buns and bows it's a cute little like it's a cute look
0: Rita will ask how they are, and Atina will say that it was really tough being vulnerable with her drag act. It's something she really does. David says his eyes were tearing up as they have a beautiful story. He could feel the affection and the intimacy between the two of them. He has no remarks to give, nothing to do with the makeup, except Artemis' hair fell out. Luffy says that she loved it and knows how hard it was for Athena. She says she showed the affection that she would have wanted for herself and they felt it. She says they were a really wonderful duo and touched their hearts. She says this is a wonderful story for viewers who resonate with her. Rita says what's great about the show is that for many people, this is a tough thing, but they have the chance to show people what a family of choice looks like and the advantages of such a family where you can be 100%, 100% yourself and how you can reinvent yourself she says what she's shown is beautiful and rings true and gives hope to those who's watching. I will give this a picture perfect.
1: Oh. To- Choose picture perfect.
0: Listeners, I don't know what the fuck drugs you're on. 50% what? picture perfect. 50% season one filter. Okay. Okay. Well, did you even watch the episode? i was I looking know. at
1: pictures, being like, I'll look at pictures. That's how I'm. That's how I'm going to watch the picture season. Picture-wise,
0: it's a great image. Whatever, uh-huh. Mademoiselle Boop and Carrie Boop. Um, <laughs> I saw this story on Drag Race France with Paloma and her friend, and she did it better. I think this was a very, very simple idea. It was effective and did the job of a makeover challenge, but when you tease a bold concept and then come out in a quintessential French woman attire, it Mm -hmm. is a bit of a letdown. This is safe, but with five left, safe is not even close to good enough.
1: And especially this, and I feel like this was planned... Uh, x maybe like it didn't even feel like it was like it was such a simple concept compared to what you wanted and i get like the okay they don't do the, don't do the puppeteer thing because it might not breed mother daughter which is what we're telling everybody but even this i guess it reads what is that movie with um uh, sigourney weaver and uh, jennifer it's like yep. yeah Mm-hmm. I guess it reads heartbreakers. I guess that's what it will read. I guess I liked like the the fact that he was like, "Hi, I'm going to do black top, red skirt, flip it for the for the for my daughter." Similar hair, have, hats to different colors. Maybe she should have done a red hat to keep the theme, but also the sh- the shoes. The shoe, like she's in a wedge. Which yeah. I wouldn't mind. I don't really care. I'm not, I'm not like when it comes to women's fashion, women's fashion shoes come in like all shapes and sizes, but I'm like, but if it was maybe like a black wedge, I would have been more forgiving. But it's like, if it stands out because it's such like, it's like a printed wedge that doesn't resemble anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe if the hat matched it, I'd be like, oh, well, at least the, she, her hat and shoes are matching.
0: Can I just say with the movie Heartbreakers, one of my favorites of all time, and I don't know what's going on, but for years they said it was going to be turned into a musical. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for it. All right. Rita loves Boop because it's an ode to Canada because. (laughs) because of the name caribou Mm -hmm. um sandra loved it and says she had rare elegance she says the choreography was nice she says it was very pretty and visually stunning now rita says when she and luffy came by to visit there was mention of a puppet and asked where the puppet went boop says they totally changed her idea after they came to the workroom as she had doubts seeing so many clowns and dolls that were more polished and rita said that the puppets might not read with the mother-daughter challenge and she wanted to give her girl a fierce look Rita will say that she's annoyed for a single reason. She says it was well executed, but it's obvious. It's not obvious she's her daughter. It was fine. I'll give it a second. Yeah,
1: this doesn't really read mother-daughter. It does read maybe like best friends on a heist or two sisters reconnecting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like like what we do said with Peach, it feels like this was a very simple, it was a simple execution compared to what, what, like, what, like, Athena and even Drag Queen did. Right. You're, it's, it's very much being like, you're. there's only five of you. One of you's going home, then there's only four, and then there'll be three, and then there'll be a winner. So you're like, um... I'll what are you going to do?
0: Soft, soft picture, perfect for me. I think I'm going to give
1: it a season one filter. I think that's what audience, I gave it.
0: Audience, 57% picture, perfect. 43% season one filter. And finally, Drag Queen and drags Jackie Van Piberzel. I'm sure that me name means something, but I don't know what it is. I think the story is clear, but I do not care for these looks being complementary to one another. I think this was a very peculiar story and a particular story, but it works mm-hmm. in the concept. I do not see a similar paint. I think Drag quen painted her partner way too much like a clown. Um, I literally would have lifted the signature drag, drag Queen mug and put it on Jackie, but she didn't. I don't know. Uh, Ah,
1: uh, this frustrated me. Like in these pictures going back and forth of what they have on the on the um on their insta, like I can see a resemblance in the photos, but for some reason it doesn't translate on when you watch the episode. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about the episode because I might have just been like everything. It also looks like everything is much darker on the on the stage than there are these pictures. Or it might just be like they're they're really lighting these pictures to like blow out color or something. But yeah, when you look at them on stage, it's like it's like yeah, the it's like very she's a little too dark and it doesn't like really showcase the makeup that uh, Queen did. Sandra
0: says she came there for chills and fantasy and found her fantasy with this performance she loved the bit with the balloon and says it was fun to watch she says they worked hard and it was great it was her favorite of the evening david says that he loved their creativity especially the balloons and the hats at the end he says it was all the little details that made their performances success and moosey says it was amazing and super poetic he said when Quinn came in he found it slightly disturbing um i sadly will give it a season one filter i think i still gave this this is
1: going to be a soft uh, picture perfect
0: Audience liked it. 71% picture perfect, 29% season one filter. The mothers and daughters head backstage as the judges deliberate. Athena notes that there is a strong energy in the room and she asks the celebs how they felt as this is not their normal thing. Olivier was expecting lots of party sequins. Not on this show, no sequence gowns. <laughs> he will continue on to say that he was touched about discovering how all of their lives are not complete and understood. Laura discovered how multi-talented they are and how they should be celebrated. She realized how much goes into what they do, like the makeup, hair, and styling. David will share that he came in having not slept well. He was worried about the ridicule, but the intent—not about the ridicule, but the intense demands. They have to work hard. Tamara sees the world differently now, and her mind has been opened and changed. Stefan admits he was hesitant to do this. He came in with a lot of opinions and cliches, but says the show can also help show the bigger picture of drag. He loved the experience and is now against the labels. Drag Quen taught him a lot. Suzanne says that everyone should try drag just to see how it works. <laughs> should I try it? If so, who should I ask to put me in drag?
1: Oh, my God. that That's, that's the poll you put on your Facebook <laughs> or on your Instagram. Honestly, I should. <laughs> Um, queen wants to beat this face.
0: Now we will see a very rare moment from Drag Queen as she gets emotional and cries. She reminds us that as a kid she was estranged from her family, she chose her friends as her family. She has since then come closer to our biological family and now has two amazing families, and yet feels like she has another new family here. It's magical to her.
1: <laughs> she's she's like, Producers, do you get all that? Thank you.
0: <laughs> now I, I just, like we watch these segments. Yeah, we have these straight men coming into the situation with ideas thoughts whatever they do this whether it's for the camera or they fully believe it they they, they leave changed. They yeah. their opinions change how much do we have to pay fucking republicans to do this
1: exactly exactly well some of them d- did it for fun in high school but it was all fun and games it was high school right
0: it's time for the results. The winner of the week is Athena. Drag, Quinn, and Susan are safe. Mademoiselle Boop and Peach are left in the bottom. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, I was like, I actually thought they might have given it to Quinn, had like a small chance of, of taking the win based on how they were deliberating. But I was like, it's it's, 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 it's really Athena. Drag, Quinn was a small possibility. And then when it got to the bottom three, I'm like, well, Susan's clearly safe. Like she had the best mother and daughter combination between the other two and it was like susan safe I'm like yeah and then them doing the and I was like honestly at this point like I didn't even know what Peach could have done but I was like Peach is the only queen that didn't have a win at this point. Right. And so and I'm like same- going I was so I was like um they're probably gonna get rid of you because you also were in the bottom last week and at least Boop has that win under her belt.
0: Before we dive into the lip sync I need to discuss the Tina's prize in my opinion She won the greatest non-finale prize in the history of the show. Two fucking tickets to Eurovision. I'm so jealous. I'm so mad.
1: That is like... That's mind-blowing.
0: I love Eurovision. I want to go so badly. Someone just give me tickets. I want to go.
1: I feel like all. I feel like all the international shows should have tickets to Eurovision as a prize at some point. I mean, because honestly, it's they, like their countries, like, you, like the, it's like their countries are the ones that like do it. So you're like, yeah, especially and they like big. Have so
0: much admiration for Eurovision. I think every country so far has had some Eurovision impact on the show. Um, except for Espana but mm-hmm. say, um, we might get a little slow mo <laughs> um, it's true. oh my God what a gag And
1: yeah because especially I'm like then this price should be on sw- on Sweden as well because hello
0: Abba woo, woo. We'll get to that. I mean, they have not even, we have not even had an ABBA lip sync yet. And I'm like, what are you people doing? Are there it's gonna it's gonna be like silly
1: on. It's gonna be the finale.
0: It's, it's going to be the winner been, takes it been, all. It should have been. Let's see. It should have been eight weeks of ABBA. That's what I want, I want.
1: Oh my god! That's season two. Season two is just the all ABBA. It's Mama Mia three. That's what it is. Is so, them doing ABBA lip syncs?
0: Speaking of Eurovision, the song is "J'aime levy by Sandra Kim. Mm-hmm. The song that won Eurovision in 1986. It's actually probably a top tier Eurovision song. It's, it was, it was but, a good
1: song when you yeah. hear
0: Eurovision like clips. Like this is one that they do play. Um, because it, it, it's a good song. Um,
1: uh-huh.
0: I think they both went into the world of camp, but Mademoiselle Boop did what she does best and lipstick the shit out of this song. Peach was good, but it was not going to be a match. Oh,
1: yeah, no. I, I was very much being like, oh, Mademoiselle, she's got this. Boop Boop is boop is doing doing her thing.
0: I personally might have saved them both, knowing that like this was just a weird challenge and not everybody really understood the rules. Uh, yeah. so I would have maybe given them all the opportunity, maybe eliminate two next week. I don't know. Um, but in the end, Rita sends home peach, ending the showmance that never was. Boop, because here that we that we
1: know of. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, do you agree with the results?
1: Yeah, like I said, um up now when you look at it, you have two queens with two wins and two queens with one win. So it's like everyone who's, everyone up there has won. This is week six, there are six wins and they're all right there. So it made the it made the most sense that I was like, if you're going to have, if you're going to send home the girl without a win, this is the week you're going to do it. Right.
0: All right, I got some burning questions to wrap this up. Are you ready? Yep. What is Peach's legacy? Um,
1: good question.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting because there was a lot of hope in the early part of the season, and then she just like faded.
1: It, it's one of the things where I want to say it's like the first two to three episodes, she was very funny, very up there. I think, I think the, I think she's young. I think that, I think because this, and also we know because we watched enough, we we listened all like we know the secrets of the, of the of how this is filmed. We know that these are this is not this has not been six weeks. This has been maybe two weeks at most at this point, it could be, I think the stress of the competition got to her. And that's like, and I think that's where it switched. And now, and it was just very much being like going through the motions of being like, I'm still, I'm skinny. And I'm not going to blame her for being skinny. I'm like, but I think it's like, she's pretty and she knows that she can at least get by on that for a bit. But I think it's like, you're at that point where it's like, no, the challenge like the next two challenges are probably going to be like, you're going to be put through the ringer and so, and every time she was like, "Oh, another this challenge, another that challenge," like you can tell. I think she was like, "It had hit." It, she had hit her breaking point. I think.
0: Who won the week? I think Athena. I give it to Athena. I agree. I, I think mm-hmm. it was Athena. I think Drag Queen almost won it. The two of them both had very similar narratives, but. Um, Tina was just a little more impactful, in my opinion.
1: I think it was also the fact that, like, her bonding with her uh, daughter automatically and how the daughter helped her re-change the story of, like, oh, well, we can play off that story of what we want to do and give it this kind of twist that she was helping her keep the keep the momentum going. So I think, I think it feels like it was like, yeah, this is a good week for her.
0: We have a political tinge speech challenge that might be a stand-up roast. I don't know. I can't tell. Who are you worried about next week? That's. Honestly, None of them. They, they honestly all of them,
1: I don't, I don't know if any, I'm like, I don't know, because I felt like Susan was going to do good when they did the acting challenge, and she was okay, she was like low that week, or she was okay. I don't know. It's like if it's in a roast form, I don't know. they're cute, because when they did the, what was it, the reading challenge, a lot of those reads were weird were like were weird. They were weird reads, and Boop won that one. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Listen, listen um, when it comes yeah. to reading,
0: it's very important, friends. I'm just gonna say that. Just just learn your reads and learn how to read people because it might help you in the future. Yep. <laughs> I can't we talk about it? Uh yeah. after six episodes, the winner of the season is uh I think it's a toss-up
1: between Athena and Drag Queen. I think I think it's gonna come down to the two of them. Like I'll be extra I'll be extremely surprised. If it goes to Susan or Boop, but I'm pretty sure one of those two are going home next week, unless there's a unless Queen and Athena royally fuck up. Um, but I do feel like they've the storylines they're getting feel like they're trying to give them a top two, top two story.
0: I think drag queen has it. I th- think she has it. Yeah. She's always she's had the more momentum. Tina just slowed down and picked up. Either way, I think the two of them are going to... One of them's going to win. I personally still would love Susan to win. It would be a shocker. Mm -hmm. But if she stays the next two challenges, why not give her the win? Yeah. Um, But I also
1: feel like I would love Susan on an All-Stars or a Versus the World, because I feel like she would just... Her energy with them would be amazing, too.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this franchise lives in the world of Drag Race overall. Uh-huh. Um, because obviously, like, I, there are connections to Drag Race France. They are doing crossover viewing parties. So, like, they're all f- friendly. And Drag Race France did very, very well because of the cast and Nikki Dahl. Yeah. doesn't have that pull as much. So, I'm curious to see if they will still be able to stand out. I think this has been an incredible season with an incredible cast. Um, so, I really do hope they get their flowers, but um, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I would say I would say both these two, meet, both of these inaugural seasons, have been really strong because we've had a lot of first seasons be like, "Ooh, child, this was rough," and the second season is like, "Oh yes, there, this is perfect." So it's either like Holland had a good first season, not a good second, and Espanya had a decent first but an amazing second. So we'll see.
0: All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Harry is Precious as Harry. And on Twitter, it's Envy of Precious. Uh, Venmo, Precious Envy. Mm. Uh, I will be doing an open stage this coming Tuesday, uh, the 28th at um, Hush with uh through madeline hatter she's doing an open stage night there so i'm gonna kick my heels up there uh and then i'll be in michigan in majority of april uh so if there are any michigan detroit area listeners that know of any open stages or queens looking for a new york bubblegum goth princess uh yeah. you know my dms are open please fill them
0: amazing well thank you so much for being here
1: no problem this is all you know always a blast